Welcome to J and J Smoking Hour. Yeah, buddy. Coming to you live from Emergency Cigar Company, Monroe, Louisiana. And got our the other part of the J and J, Mr. Joel Reeser. Up here at the uh Omerta South Tulsa location tonight. One of your one of your home bases for the podcast. Always chilling with the guys up here and getting getting destroyed on my beloved Cowboys, which we'll talk about later. That my, my man Mario hanging out in the back. <laughs> what you uh, what you blazing today, bro? Dude, I've been smoking real good, bro. I've been you know got the got the members on all that new stuff. But I had uh, what I, what I have first of all, I had that Sinistro TNT. My God, dude, you weren't kidding. That's Straight a, fire, bro. Dude, that that's got to be one of the best cigars I've had this year. It's been a good year. Yeah, but, I was smoking King Quahanario from our friends at Roma, but. Bro, I had to had to get back on that Papa Saka, man. I love these meat Korea blacks, dude. Like, is the Papa Saka at South Tulsa now? Oh yeah, bro. We already got uh, my man Elvis doing the social media life now. Got it all up and nice. emailed out and members knowing, getting excited, smoking them out. Well, I decided to go a little old school. John Doe, well, not old school, I guess. Old school. It's been around for about a year. John Doe three It's one, one of my, my good friends over at Protocol Cigars. The default man like i always have like a stack of bundles that i go to when i'm lazy and i get home and i don't want to like think too much i smoke the don john doe a lot i really like that cigar man it's a i like it especially because it's my third stick of the day yeah it's, it's like, i can still it's, fucking taste it like there it's, you go yeah it's a very <laughs> robust stick yeah, my third today um and i can still enjoy it and get the nuances of the cigar mm-hmm. after i've had two other cigars so yeah definitely you know what i had earlier today was really good new viaje the, it's not new. It's it's like two releases back. The Mofongo, like that. Oh Mofongo. yeah, dude. You know what Mofongo is, right? I have no idea, but that shit was so, tasty as fuck. Bro. Oh man, my 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 folk gonna kill me if I get it wrong. So I went. To, obviously, everybody knows I went to high school in Puerto Rico. Mofongo is a. I don't know if it's Puerto Rican or just a traditional Spanish dish, but it's like I think it's like garlic and it's either potato. This is the part don't kill me on potato or like yuca root, but it's like a really good ass side dish. Like like imagine like steak and potatoes, but you have like. You know, a nice pork and potatoes or pork and... That sounds delicious, bro. Oh, it's, bro, it's fire. If you find you a good oh. Spanish restaurant in a city that's got it, they're going to do it right. One I'm of my a, favorite things I'm, in uh, the I'm DR gonna, I'm is... I'm going to pull that up, bro, while we're... Because uh, I smoked that when I was down there, uh, that mofongo. I do remember that. I really enjoyed that myself. Shit, I'm thinking about buying the rest of them put in my locker here, bro. Oh, it's plantains, dude. It's actually mashed uh, plantains with the garlic and everything. Not so. even close to yuca, bro. Nah, have but it's... Had, it, it, have you even had yuca before? Yeah, bro. I've had yuca. I've had potatoes. Oh, I've definitely had plantains, bro. Ask Angela Brown for Black Label about that. Bro, you give me some uh, mashed yuca with some butter yeah. and some uh, eggs and uh, eggs and uh, ham. Yeah. Oh, yuca's great, dude. That's what I'm saying. It's like, mashing, it's, bro. What you, you'll you see Mofongo when you're like, oh, I couldn't even tell it's plantains because it's like mashing. Nah, I need to go back to the DR to go eat, man. That food's yeah. always so delicious. Oh, I guarantee they got Mofongo down there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so... Topics for the day. Uh, we'll start off with our newest barrel pick. Should be reli- hitting our uh, shelves at uh, both Stag Lounges and Wilshire Dive Bar in Oklahoma City. Exactly. Next week, it is our 1792 Bottle and Bond barrel pick, baby. Looking forward to that. Uh, the Bottle and Bond's always been a great seller for the for our uh, locations. Yep. And uh, can't wait to uh, announce the uh, release date, which we hope we'll be doing in the next couple of weeks. Or next couple of weeks, next couple of days. Sorry. Yeah, true. Coming around. Next couple of days, we're going to go ahead and squeeze this in before this holiday season gets kicked off. 
with Thanksgiving. But uh, so stay tuned on our social media for that. Um, we, you know, if you guys don't know, we always kick it off with a really good discounted deal. Yeah. And um, we have actually worked with one of our um, partners, if you will, that we're doing some uh, cigar sales with uh, one of the local uh, cool. um, liquor stores there and more. So I'll have some oh, flyers sweet. for her. And uh, Is that Maddie? Guys, uh, no, Penny, uh, it's Goose's Liquor Cabinet. Oh, I know where that is. I used to live in Moore, so I was like, why is that so, so cool? Yeah, about? the relatively new shop. They're two years old, but they've uh, brought in a couple little small humidors, and uh, I just kind of threw it out there like, hey, it'd be great to have a place to sell the bottles because, you know, we can't sell the bottles. So, oh, yeah, of course. You know, guys always want to buy a bottle. I'm like, bro, I can't. It's legal. Like, well, we, can, so we can direct them. Now we can direct them to somebody, and it helps yeah. shoot some business their way. and. Yep. And uh, hopefully, you know, they continue to buy cigars from us and yep. continue to develop, uh, cultivate good relationships. Good, man. So, uh, yeah, definitely look forward to that. Stay tuned for that. That gives us um, several barrel picks. And our next one up should be a Knob Creek single barrel. So looking forward Ooh. to that as well. Oh, no. Man, yeah, we, we are. We're, we're getting with it, man. Yeah. Unfortunately, or fortunately, it depends how you look at it. The Buffalo Trace has been on fire. Oh, so that's, that that's almost gone, dude. That's almost gone. Close. Yeah, I wish cool. we could have got two of those. To be honest yeah, with you, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, out if they're not out already, but we'll, uh, well, they have a bigger allocation. But I think we're down to like less than two cases now. Oh, okay, yeah, I think we got about six or seven bottles left ourselves, maybe less. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Big news, always though. We're trying to get to a point where we always have at least four to five barrel picks on hand yeah. at all times, and uh, we're running through some of the older stuff so we can get ready for some of the newer bourbon stuff. So, yeah. Exciting, yeah. exciting for us. Um, this Sunday, there's still a couple of tickets left. Is our second run uh, this month of Fuente Madness. Uh, a little different this time since that stag in Oklahoma City. So it's a hundred dollar ticket. What do you get for hundred dollars, Jared? Well, first of all, I'm gonna go down to the local meat market and get some really great steaks. Um, you know, prime steaks. We'll do some sides, some apps, some desserts with it. Uh, but make sure we got some of those great local beef with a great marbling on it. And uh, you're going to get two cigars. You're going to get the Sicilo Black Lancero. Excellent cigar. Angelino uh, Robusto Gordo. Yep. Um, but since we're at Stag, we're also going to be featuring a three-poor flight Ooh. with uh, Joseph Magnus. Uh, oh, man, dude. I know. So the bourbon, the uh, Murray Hill Club, yeah. and the cigar the cigar blends. Yeah, bro. Ooh, ooh man. So, pretty good. Great, great lineup. Oh, man. Um, talk about what kind of cigars are going to be there. I mean, a little bit of everything. We got the new uh, KKP, got a fires and the yep. sampler packs, uh, Opus Sixes. We got uh, the um, El Scorpion, the El Scorpio. We got BBMFs. We got all the sizes of the rare pinks. I've seen that, bro. Um, we got Opus Sharks. We got Don Carlos Personal Reserve. We got the Don Carlos Shark, Eye the Shark. We got the Don Carlos Eye of the Bull. There it is. We have uh, the Opus Shark. Um, what else am I bringing? I got some Angel Share tins. Always. Some, that's such a great pack. Some dude. Opus Oscuro tins. Yeah. And some other that's, goodies mixed in there as well. Members here, uh, our good friend Nate, you know, Nate Holloman. Uh, Nate showed me his selection. I was like, bro, you literally bought what I would have bought <laughs> if I was here. Like, literally, it's like same stuff. So they, I, yeah. I know one of my guys is coming down. Marvin's going to come down. The event, but and then I have some of that limited um hardware from Fuente and Prometheus. I'm gonna be busting out too. Nice tickets sold so, out. 
Still Chicken tur, I think there's like four left. Couple left. Cool. So four or five left. Yeah. So probably be sold out by Friday. So if you ain't oh, got your shit. ticket yet, snooze and you're losing, bro. I don't know what to tell you. Hey man. Um, and for all the attendees, if you decide you want to have some additional pours to your flight, fifty percent off your bar tab, baby. That's a no-brainer, man. Can't beat that. Hit the blacklist. Get in. Get in while you can. That's stag, man. That's stag, right. too, bro. So outside of that, next Thursday. At headquarters in Oklahoma City, uh, Omerta, the mothership, if you will. Yes, sir. Um, we got our one of the the giants in the game. Oh yeah, classy gentleman, old Paul Costo with Oliva Cigar Company. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. They have their new raffle stuff prizes. Of they've really stepped up their game. They got those leather oh. bags, yeah. backpacks, and uh, some really nice uh, ashtrays and 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 lighters and cutters and stuff. It's really some beautiful stuff they're doing. Y'all gonna be so. featuring that new uh, the, uh, when we were in Bruce and I were just you know brokered on the road this weekend. Uh, some of our great Kansas City friends, Cassie shop. We saw that beautiful new uh, it was a new Milano or something. Correct. So that Figurado, yeah. we're gonna be yeah, releasing that. Really and nice. I put back the um, the the one they did last year. The oh, the one thirty fifth. Yeah, one thirty fifth. Oh my god, dude, that's a box buy right there. So right we got there. like uh, about 15, 18 of those boxes, and I think a dozen of the other ones. Twelve count box, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, twelve and ten. So yeah, the new yeah. one. So great stuff, dude. Going to be a great event, and then Always. we're going to re wrapping up our event season, last event of the year. Yep. Um, Oklahoma, <laughs> Tulsa, Drew Estate, Ryan Rayford. We got seventy uh, inch big screen TVs back behind Joel. We got a uh, nice tool cabinet that, you know, rolls around on wheels. Game of angle. And my pizza oven got lost in transit, so I got to order another one tomorrow. But oh, we're bro, they're so a, excited about that, bro. They're so an excited. An outdoor pizza oven. So you guys yeah. come through, support our boy Rayford. Yep. We're going to have all the Liga, 50, 60 boxes of Liga, Anniversarios, H99s, the 9s, the Unicos, the 52s. We got it all. So – Oh, dude, I was telling the guys. Yeah, I was telling the guys because it's literally, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I printed the paperwork, got it up today. I think they're getting pretty much similar, if not the same, event that we just had in Stilly with a record event. So I was able to talk to the guys. I'm like, bro, we're going to have the Phineas Gage. You know, we're going to have these great offerings. Obviously, we want to feature our great friends at Hoya de Nicaragua for that TV. So the guys will have a chance to not only revisit old favorites, but, bro, like, numero, you know, stuff that you you probably haven't had before. But even like I've been hyping up Quattro Cinco, like it's amazing to me how many guys have never enjoyed for a Maduro fan. That that's one of the best. That's probably my favorite play of cigar. But we've got right. numerous Unos and of course all your favorite leagues, like Jared says, it's gonna be a hell of an event. Can't wait. November so depending 30th. on how weather is, I'll know that week. I'm either right. gonna cater it or I'm gonna bust out my grilling skills again. Okay. And we'll do some of my wings. And cool. uh, you know, the guys have been asking for the wings. I'm like, yeah, yeah guys really enjoyed it. Oh, good, yeah. So I'll bring the flat, the, the Blackstone down. We'll bust out some burgers and wings and some brats. Just kind of make a, make a party of it, bro. Do the thing. Absolutely. Can't wait, man. So like I said, next Thursday, the 12th, um, if you're in Oklahoma City, come by. Show some love to our boy Paul. And, 12th uh, or the 16th? 12th is Fuente event, right? Oh, my bad. The 16th. Man. No, I got you. <laughs> bro, I got so many events, I can't oh, even. Oh, I know, bro. We stay busy. Hold on. Kick it's been so bad here lately. So the 16th, I got an event on the 12th. You want to come to Oklahoma City for that hey, one too? Come through. You got Fuente Madness, then we yeah, got to leave. I ain't lying to you. I just told you the Double wrong dip. side. Double dip, bro. <laughs> I'll be having to let guys in on, on the side, It's bro, the winter, man. Right. You're going to need plenty of cigars to smoke in the winter, you know? Right. 
Um, yeah, and if you're uh, in, uh, in Tulsa at the end of the month, come by. Last event of the year, we're going to blow it out with a boy, Ryan Rayford. Um, if you haven't been to a Drew Estate event or if you haven't been to a Merchant Cigar event, definitely missing out. Come through, show some love, and you'll enjoy the fellowship for sure. And it's always on a Thursday, so it's Thursday night football. Yeah. We got the guys in. You know, the shit talking's going to be going. It's gonna Man, be- I hope it ain't some dog shit game. There's been some terrible night games. and Actually, this week's was good, but, God, we've had the jet- Jets on every Thursday. They hey, the Jets, Jets are four and four, bro. Yeah, I know. They hold it down, man. Not this week, though. Right. Woo. And uh, so next topic of conversation. Not my favorite one to talk about. Motherfucking Bedlam, bro. Last one. For, for the time being, a team laid an egg. Second week in a row, lots of penalties, three turnovers, all on the wrong side of the field, and just poor execution down the stretch again. So I know there's been a lot of chatter about, you know, Levy and this there and that. Is. But here's what I'll say. I've said it twice now. Okay. Levy – is not responsible for six turnovers in no. two games no. on their side of the field. Yeah. Right? Like, that is not his fault. Dude, that right? one that It's one not handoff. his fault that the special teams is in disarray. Oh, they can't God. catch. They can't kick. They can't punt. Like, that's – he is not the special teams coordinator, right? Oh. And it ain't his fault they had – uh, almost 20 penalties for 200 yards in two games. You cannot average 100 yards a game in penalties and have three turnovers on their side of the field and expect to win the game. We're lucky we were in a, we had a chance to win either game. So quit blaming him. He, it's not his fault. What do you want him to do? You know the other thing, Jared, that nobody wants to talk about. Trust me, I had to. I had a little friendly bet with good friends up in Stillwater and. Uh, Monday for a day of business, I had to wear a very stupid hat, thanks to my friend Crazy John. I didn't even do my hair that day. That's what you can tell now. But, uh, hey, man, it's all fun. But I'll tell you this, complete opposite of OU. I mean, dude, we you know snuck out a Texas win, but you know who ain't sneaking out wins the last couple of weeks? OSU. Well, would you say that – and this is the craziest stat. Would you say that for the most part in that game, they sold out to to shut down Ollie Gordon? I mean, look, we held him to under 150 yards, bro. But think about that. That's shutting a dude down, and he still had a buck 50 and two tutties on him. Well, he had 137 and two touchdowns, yeah. but one of those touchdowns yeah, came off yards, yeah. one of those fumbles. Oh, yeah. They put it on their side of the field. Yep. Dude, we were short field, 35, 40-yard line. Yeah, that was the Three that times, was bro. Three that was times. The, oh, dude, that was the fumble where, like, I don't know if the center botched it. And Dylan had it, and there was a handoff. Dude, that was well. Ugly. That first one, he he yeah. he hiked it to the running back. He yeah. wasn't expecting <laughs> yeah, to get the like ball, a, like, a, like a change pace. And back. then they they panicked, and I don't know, they just panicked and fumbled it. Mm-hmm. The next one was he hit Dylan in the shin so hard oh, it was, bounced back yeah. into the defensive side of the ball, yeah. bro. Yeah, that was brutal. And the third one, why when we have we we're so deep with talent, why do we have a backup defensive? Safety, punt returning in an important game, an important moment, bro. If he that could one, catch, he wouldn't be a safety. <laughs> that one frustrated me so listen, much. Listen, I'm not a coach, but yeah. damn it, man. Yeah. Put in Gavin Freeman. Put in, put in somebody 
who is used to catching all the time. Put in Nick Anderson, man. Like Somebody, Nick, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, I know Andrell's out for the year with injury, but, dude, like, there's – bro, Jaleel Farouk, like, Drake Stoops, for crying out loud, like, who's a difference maker every time he touches the ball. And technically, that has to be his, like, receiver three or four. And he know? had a – I mean, that he had a great game, but – Yeah, he did. You yeah, also man. should know in that play that they ran at the end of the game, you can't run a two-yard out. Nope. But you need five yards. And the sad part, everybody was calling for the penalty. This is how you can tell the difference between us as OU fans like and other teams. Everybody's talking about the penalty. Bro, I hate to say this. Go back and watch the play. If that penalty doesn't happen, that catch doesn't happen. He was out of bounds when he caught the ball. His foot was on the line. They would have overturned it anyways. Right. But you're right. If he'd have ran an inseam, look, I, obviously I'm – Coulda, woulda, shoulda, bro. Yeah, 50 cents in a cup of coffee, man, you know. <laughs> now, on the flip side of it, hats off to Coach Rochetti Jones, one of our members there at Stilly. Beloved, beloved um, man. Dude, OSU's playing good football, bro, even dude. though they had a bad start to the season. Um, bro, they've turned they it around, into dude. a buzzsaw. Like, I know everybody don't want to talk about it. Dude, South Alabama is a good football Four team. and four right now, bro. Are they really? Dude, they they like last year, bro. They ran with Troy. That came down to that final game. That was they just it, they're a grown man's team. Yeah, and that that game they just took it to them, bro. Yeah, I think OSU came in a little bit too confident. And Damn, uh, I'm disappointed. That I, I didn't know they were four and four. Really yeah. early, they they went they OU'd man. They went. Yeah, but now we need help to make the Big Twelve championship game. There's a lot. We, need, we, we need, do. We got a tough game against West Virginia this we week. We need man. Texas to lose. Yeah, we own the tiebreaker against them. But now Iowa fucking, State still in this damn thing somehow? Nah, they got drummed this last week, oh, too. Oh, good, good. Okay. That's – yeah. But there's a lot that needs to happen, man. But the sad part, we are, we're not going to be playing championship football. Well, uh, here's – it's not uh, sad because we don't deserve it. No. you're, you're Yeah, yeah. You're right. Championship 100%. playoff teams do not have the same issues two weeks in a row. No. Jo right? You look at teams like Georgia that's in a full rebuild. They're gritty. We won't talk about Roy's beloved Michigan, but – Ohio State, Florida State, Penn State. There's some gritty teams in it. Yeah. The only one loss. Like, we will have to get up next year for SEC football, man. These are some. These well, are some I think we're hitting in the right direction, bro. We I do just, too. Um, Recruiting's good. Uh, I think just bad, it was just a bad. Though. I don't know what's going on. I'm not on the team, obviously, but they um, they got to figure it out, man, quick because yeah, the talent's there, the coaching's there, but the coaches can't make you not fumble the ball, bro. You know what I mean? Six execute. fumbles, six. Well, five fumbles and a pick six. Yeah. Pick six has happened. Okay, yeah. this is probably the only one he'll throw all year. Fair enough, that happens. But five fumbles in two games. Come on, bro. Yeah. You can't do that. No, you can't have all those penalties. You can't do it. And part yeah. of that's on Brent too, man. You know, got to get him that coached one. up. Yeah. So we like to troll Coach Gundy. Coach Gundy got the guys coached up, man. Yeah. They were hungry. Hey, you know dude. what? You know what OSU did? They played mistake free football. They did, and they were able to take uh, you know, I always make the joke to the Stillwater guys, they're sick of hearing about it. But I always say, like, it ain't a rivalry when it's 90 and 20 for years. Uh, we were like big brother, had to take little brother to the movies. Well, guess what? Little brother took us to the movies. Uh, yeah. And, uh, dude, they could have, Jarrett, they could have been one and one ninety-nine in that series. The only game people are going to remember is this one because it's the last one. Well, I don't know about that, but no, but you know what I'm saying. Man. I get what they're saying, but they go live on this one, man. It's 91 to 20. Calm down. Big Mike is going to be incorrigible. <laughs> that has to be. Yeah. So uh, we'll move on from college since it was such a disappointing weekend. Two weekends in a row. Yeah. 
Let's talk about uh, something that doesn't disappoint me. Oh, yeah. Your boys, bro. Tell me about your boys. Oh, dude, you know what, man? We were just talking about it with, with OU. Jared, I never I never like to complain about officiating because if, if you're relying on officiating making the difference, uh, you, you're not playing good football. What always kills me about bad officiating, though, is, bro, Dallas and Philly is always a good game. And let me ask you this. Be real. Like, don't be, don't be like cowboy hater. Would you say Jalen Hurts played a great game? But okay. Jalen Hurts threw one ball in a corner route that was covered like a blanket by the number one corner in the league on our team right now, Deron Bland, to Devontae Smith. Even Deron went and shook his hand afterwards. It was a perfect ball. And uh, actually, hold on. I think I got a guy coming in. I got the door locked. But let me let me let him in real quick. Hold that pop. So them boys sucking it up. I'm sorry. Uh, it was it was a ref's fault. My bad. No, no, no. So, so no, no. What I was saying though, but talking about Jalen Hurts. Did you, did you watch the game? I watched pieces of it, bro. Okay, bro. Media media hated that game. I mean, outside the Cowboys losing, dude. Dak Prescott was excellent in that game. Mistake free. What now? The guy that got baptized, bro. I never noticed. Like he, you know, coming off an ACL, dude. Eagles got a hell of a pass rusher with Hassan Reddick, okay? And he made our right tackle, who's like an all-pro, look like a rookie, like Terrence Steele. What killed me, though, and this is what I was talking about, there, and this is how you know, like, honest fans, real fans. Dude, there was some horrible calls on both teams. The end of the game, Prescott hit a beautiful route, like 15-yard route to C.D. Lamb uh, that probably set up a, a late field goal if they wanted it. But on that same penalty – they called Hassan Reddick from Philly for a late hit. Bro, he barely touched Dak. Then went over uh, he did hit him in the back, bro. It was, But he went over and helped him up. Like, you could have called yeah, him. Yeah, but he fucking but hit him like. The one that got a, me, though. He had did you two see? full steps after he let go of the ball. Yeah. Did you? Okay, fair enough. Did you see the one that was on Gilmore that they called on Gilly? That was like the game changer? That, that Oh, bro. That one, I almost threw something at the TV because that one. That, that's every play with DBs. But yeah, they make the, TVs for uh, Dallas Cowboy fans now, bro. Oh, I'll tell you, bro. Yeah, yeah, 40 inch or something. But then uh, we get down to the goal line, you know, a chance to win the game. And uh, Tony Pollard hits it in for a touchdown. This is I don't know if the ref got fired yet. I've heard rumors. But they called a, a false start, okay? Then they played the tape after the game where you literally see Dak go over to the official and say 71 is on the line. So it was a bad call, and then oh, it was a uh, illegal. Uh, yeah, uh, they, they called it a uh, legal. Was it legal substitution or whatever it is? Our, uh, legal man, man downfield or whatever it is. Well, it's because then, you're supposed to that that lineman's supposed to let him know he's eligible, and he did. That's the worst part. And then the play right after that was where now Dak's fault because he actually missed Brandon Cooks on an open touchdown, but uh, he throws this nice ball, little three yard inseam to Luke Schoonmaker, a rookie, rookie tight end on Michigan, and. Luke, it looks like like if you see the first angle, I'm like, oh, touchdown, Cowboys win. To be fair, you go back and watch it. He's he's and they call it was the right call. He was like a quarter yard short. But the reason he was a quarter yard short, and this is what even Mario's like, yeah, I gotta give you that one. Bro, if you tackle a man before the ball is out, <laughs> that's a penalty. There was no call on that. And Not now still water. Now, yeah, I tell you what, yeah, you ain't wrong. Now the NFL officials are probably going to have to go back at the end of the season with rule change because in the process of a catch, it's a touchdown. But he was being tackled before. Uh, dude, 
It was like one of those games, and it killed me because it was a great football game. Now, I told you I thought the Cowboys would split with the Eagles this year. And, like, Mario's like, you upset five. Bro, we got the Giants at home next week with Tommy DeVito because Daniel Jones is out for the year again. Then we go to uh, Carolina. Ugh. And then we got Washington. Now, Washington might be a trap game. But, dude, Mario, got they got a bye week. And then they got Kansas City. And then Buffalo in Buffalo, if I'm not mistaken. And, bro, it's like, like it's, it's going to be a Dallas has Kansas City? No, Philly has. Bro, oh, we, yeah, Philly does. We got yeah. the Giants, Carolina, and then because we had a. I'm coming back to Tulsa to watch it with That's Mario. But, dude, then they got Buffalo, and then I think they're at San Francisco for Buffalo's the Niners. struggling right now, bro. No, so is the Niners, man. But, no. you know. So, would you say Philly's the best team in football right now? No. Kansas City? Uh, ooh. It's man. one of those two. No, the Ravens are Ravens are playing. Yeah, three, Ray, three, I, that's, that's my third. I still say Cowboys are like six or seven. I mean, they're they're fine. I man. would say that's from a good. overall complimentary football team, Philly, the Ravens are probably playing the best football. Yeah, man, they look good though. But damn, dude, like division rivals, like Pittsburgh, like cockroaches is always like. I knew Pittsburgh was going to beat them too. Like I should have bet that game, bro. You know, my problem with Kansas City right now, which is what we're moving on to, Kansas City yeah. is. I feel like they're tired. It's a lot of postseason football they played in the last four years, bro. And you got to remember, they, they pretty they, much have a whole other season of games yeah. over teams that ain't fucking made the playoffs. Yeah. Because several Super Bowl runs, AFC Championship run. Yeah. Like, in the last four years, I think they've, you know, four to five years, they've played almost damn near a whole other season. Yeah. And um, it's, I feel like it's showing right now. Like I think I feel like the team's just a little bit worn out. The the Denver thing's a fluke. I mean, I'm not talking about Denver. I'm yeah. just saying if you look at their games as a whole. Yeah. Who'd y'all like, beat this week? Who was I? Didn't see the KC game. Uh, it was um pretty dominant though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was over in Germany. Who the fuck? Uh, oh, it was the Dolphins, man. The Dolphins, yeah. yeah. The Dolphins, dude. Yeah. What am I talking? But here's the deal: they started off hot, twenty up, twenty-one nothing, and they just coasted yeah. the rest of the game. Yeah, and that's, I mean, Dolphins, you know, Dolphins got some explosive players. You know, I don't know if they plan on, like, trying to turn it on toward the end of the season. Here's what I will say, though. They are a great team, obviously. Um, You don't get to their position. But, yeah, injuries, but also, they ain't played their best football yet. Nah. And we all know it really doesn't matter till the end of the season. So, if they get hot, because they're bound to get hot sooner or later, well, we're getting toward the end of the season. You right? know, they, get hot, they gets... get hot those last four or five games. Hey, man, it's time to go back to the Super Bowl, baby. You know another team that gets hot at the end of the season? No, I'm not going to say Dallas, I promise. Uh, although injuries have derailed them the last two years. Baltimore is a team you never want to see in the playoffs, bro. True. If we can get Kansas City and Baltimore in the AFC Championship game, sign me up. That would be great football. I think that's a – I think that's – don't Cincinnati's getting hot though at the right time too, man. Yeah, but they they're digging themselves out a little bit of a hole. Yeah, they well, they had to get healthy, bro. They, yeah. they, Joe Burrow even was hurt. You know? I don't think Buffalo has it this year. I don't know what they they I don't know what it is, man. They they're depleted. That's one of those teams that like I was talking to Roy about this dude. Like Lady Luck just hates Baltimore or uh, Buffalo because their starting corners out now. Their starting linebacker, great veteran Matt Milano's out. Bro, they're we got, we got Bolton out for six weeks, bro. That's huge, dude, because he's a special talent. Well, guess what? He'll be back in time for the end of the season, mm-hmm. get a game or two in, yep. get ready for the playoffs. That's all that matters, bro, because y'all going to be there. 
So yeah, at this point, we'll, we will we will be there. I don't Mario know asked me. Uh, Mario asked me. He goes, you know, Philly's got two and a half game separation. He goes, do you want Dallas to win the division? As weird as it sounds, I'm like, nope, because I know right now if we play the wild card, we play the Falcons or <laughs> the Saints. I'd much rather take that than right. Kansas City. But then we would have to play Detroit. You talk about another team that's kind of getting on the rise too, man. It, they are, you know, this is like they got um, destroyed by Baltimore, though, dude. They did destroyed. By yeah, Baltimore. Baltimore showed them there's a hold of the level to this game. Yeah, bro. But Detroit's uh, that's a that's a star-studded team, man. And you know, we're everybody's just one injury away from the team going the the this whole season going down the drain oh, course, anyway. Dude. Yeah, one quarterback goes down or a key defense. Like, dude, losing Trayvon, I was worried until I realized they were switching Bland yeah. out. I mean, look at Kansas City. If we lost Mahomes or oh, Kelsey. No. Yeah, season's over. Ah, Kelsey. But yeah, yeah, no, it, trust me, we've seen it. Like they We ain't got no one else, bro. No. Noah Gray. <laughs> right? Like the, the young guys, the, the receivers, they're, they're they're serviceable at best. Yeah, Kelsey's your number one as a tight I really player. hope they find a way to get a, a receiver to in next year, bro. Cause yeah. I do like the SMU kid, man. He's, he's yeah, like, I think next year he'll step he's up. Um yeah. he's doing okay this year, but you know, we we need we Sky need, Moore needs to step up, man. Sky Moore should be a number one, dude. Well, he ain't. No, he ain't. He ain't that guy, bro. Ah, Sky is not the limit <laughs> with Sky Moore right now. Well, uh, that wraps up all of our BS for the podcast number 11. As our next thing you know, you'll see us on uh, FS1, J&J's. Hey, they Jeez. got an opening, man. <laughs> Get Baylor's ratings are down with Shannon. Hey, right, well, we'll take that over, bro, easily. Yeah, but uh, appreciate everybody work. that takes the time to listen to us. Uh, you can uh, come by, see us at any of the Alberta Cigar Companies, Stag Lounges, the Wilshire Social Club, or hit us up at www.purocigarhouse.com. That's P-U-R-O cigarhouse.com. And uh, be paying attention. Black Friday is coming up, and I'm putting together some great deals. So we're going to have some buyers and uh, opportunities to get tiered, tiered discounts. So save it up. Get ready. All right. Appreciate you, Joel. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it, everybody. Mm-hmm.